The Scoop podcast is brought to you by CHS Trivar. Disrupt the chemical bonding that ties up phosphorus in your fields. With Trivar, you can maximize the availability of phosphorus and other nutrients to unlock your field's potential. And welcome to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor Margie Eckelkamp, and today we are bringing in Greg Martinelli, owner of Ag Sales Professionals, and we are going to learn a little bit about his insights from being a trainer, a coach, and a speaker with those in ag retail. Greg, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me on, Margie. I'm excited to talk to your audience and bring a little bit of insight, hopefully, and and learn a little bit along the way. So looking forward to it. So let's let's just kick off a little bit about your background and your consulting today with your business, Ag Sales Professionals. Sure. I I grew up in the St. Louis suburbs, went to the University of Missouri for animal science. And then after the service a few years, I uh, worked for 25 years in the feed, grain, agronomy, um, ag retail business of a large uh, agribusiness company. And about six years ago, I left there, uh, had the chance to stay in St. Louis and left there and launched a sales training coaching service aimed specifically at the agribusiness community. There's a lot of training companies out there. And I thought, well, it's, it's always a little different when somebody would come in to train people who office from home and go out and call on farmers. There's just a a different way to manage your territory and a different seasonality to it. So that's kind of what I do. And uh, I live in St. Louis, but I hardly ever work here. Unfortunately, I or fortunately or unfortunately, <laughs> I get in the air, airplane or I take off driving and uh, work all over mostly North America. And um, so, yeah, it's been a lot of fun and look, look forward to sharing some of that experience with the audience. Yeah, well, so you are departing your home office to go help those who have a home office themselves. Exactly. Coming, you know, here we are in the late months of 2021, COVID-19 did did force more people just in general to be remote work. What were those trends that you think have really come to the forefront? Maybe even, you know, how you've seen things unfold for a remote sure. workforce. So I think the, the very first thing was it forced, uh, these were both positives. One, it forced people to do um, virtual so people that normally would not, they had to go virtual to see their grandkids. And uh, so even the older crowd of us that says, I don't want to do any of that stuff. Okay, fine. But then if you want to see your grandkids and you had to learn it. So now people are pretty comfortable with Zoom and having meetings that way. And I think a lot of it that went that way may not come back completely. Now, having said that, sales um, got a little tough to do Sales uh, calling on current customers was fine, but calling on prospects virtually or by phone gets a little rougher. So one of the things I saw early on was that salespeople had to have a purpose for going to the farm. It was no longer just stop by and shoot the breeze for 20 or 30 minutes. They were like, hey, if you don't have a purpose for being here, I don't want to run the risk of COVID and everything else. So I saw that being a positive in that they went there, they had a purpose, they did the purpose and then left, which is for effectiveness or efficiency was a definite positive of the outcomes that, that occurred that I saw. Yeah. So what other top, top topic are in your sales training today? Um, probably the, the most relevant topic that's going on right now is 
Um, I, I call it the trusted advisor. So the basic skills are there. You got to learn how to, what you do when you're standing in front of the person. The second set of skills is how do you manage a territory? So a lot of people don't think that, you know, time management is probably the most important skill a salesperson can learn. Where do I go? I mean, you're giving the world, go sell in Iowa. Okay. <laughs> I got a lot, I can go down a lot of roads in Iowa. What do I do? So those two skills are critical, but then once you get those mastered, um, and you get into that third, fourth, fifth, tenth year. It's how to be more effective and become a trusted advisor, which has really become important because people are getting hit pretty hard. I mean, shoppers are being sophisticated. They're they're, they're getting more educated. It used to be our role to go out and just inform customers about our products. That's what we did. We went out, told them about it. Well, they're coming to the table almost sometimes smarter than we are as salespeople. They've been around, shopped around harder spent quite a bit of time and they're, they've looked in a much wider array of selection than they previously did. So I think the hottest topic is how do I be, become more to my customer? Um, and then I think, and my partner, my role in helping them is to, okay, that's what you need to do. Who do you do it for? You can't do it for everybody because if you do, you'll, you'll run out of time or you'll offer a thousand dollars worth of services that somebody's only willing to pay $50 for. So, so you can't, those guys, you got to want, I mean, it's, everybody will want it, but are they willing to reward you with loyalty or, you know, purchasing enough to cover that cost? Cause there's a certain cost to, you know, being more than just a vendor that, and being a trusted advisor takes time and effort and resources. So yeah, if we could, maybe let's tease that out just a little bit yeah. more. So you you're building on three decades in the business. What do you think, if you look back, what do you think has been the biggest change for those who are out managing a sales territory and ag and those salespeople on the front line, what's been the biggest change for them? Um, I, I think customer segmentation has been a big component and that is who do we really serve? So you used to have like this shotgun approach, you run out in the market, you go farm to farm to farm all day long. And you just, you know, you go by every, every farm in the, in the area, you know, I would, this one's a, I'm on a, a 500 acre grower and a thousand then a 2000 and their buying patterns may have been similar. I think today, what I really want to impress upon people in the beginning, find out internally, if you're a new seller, find out from your company, who are we really serving? Are we serving the 5,000 acre grower, the 500 acre grower? Uh, if it's not by size of operation, is it by the newer generation, the older generation, the, the, the traditionalist? Getting that good at that and knowing that gives you the assistance to know when I go onto the farm, this is who we're designed to help and why we're you know, niched. We talked about um, in the speaker world, they call it niche till it hurts. And I have a lot of friends who say, well, Greg, selling is selling. Why don't you just sell, teach training to anybody? And I said, well, it's true, but I don't have as much to offer insurance, uh, you know, or car rental companies. I mean, it is selling skills. So I think that's been the biggest change for that is instead of shotgun approaching, no different than, than agronomy. You know, we're no longer doing uh, broadcasting every acre the same. We're doing precision and that's going to become more critical for effectiveness of our dollar and for the salesperson's effectiveness of our time. Um, a lot of people spend a lot of time chasing customers. They probably shouldn't be chasing. And that's, that's where it gets, that's the biggest change. I think that's gone down. 
All right. We are talking to Greg Martinelli. He is the owner of Ag Sales Professionals. We're going to take a quick commercial break. And then, Greg, we're going to come back and I want to talk specific about some sales tips for 2022. So stay with us on the Scoop Podcast. Attention, citizens. This is your fearless leader. Here's an update from the front. The resistance has gained the upper hand against phosphorus tie-up, all thanks to a new weapon, Trivar, a broadcast fertilizer additive powered by Levisol. It disrupts the chemical bonding that makes phosphorus inaccessible to your plants, which can happen even in soil where phosphorus is abundant. This is how you unlock the potential of your field. Are you ready to join the movement? Good. Welcome back to the Scoop Podcast. I'm editor Margie Eckelkamp with Greg Martinelli. He is a trainer, a coach, and a speaker helping ag professionals out there across the United States. Greg, I'm going to take us on a little bit of a side road here. I've got a lightning round for you. Okay. Right. So these are these are quick, quick answers. All right. Oh, wow. Yes. Get to know you a little bit more. Ah. So ketchup or mustard? Uh, mustard. Basketball, football, baseball. Football. Chevy or Ford? Uh, Chevy. Favorite movie? Uh, Jaws. <laughs> uh, it came out when I was 10. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. It's a, it's All a, right. Yep. Country or rock and roll? Uh, mix. Pretty much anything that's really good. Oh, there you go. And then any personal hobbies? Uh, triathlons. I'm a, uh, uh, I'm a poorly retiring Ironman. So I keep trying to retire and I just keep doing one more. And then my wife says, you said you were going to retire. So that's my hobby. So, yeah. When's your next event? Do you have one uh, signed November, up? The first week of November in Panama city, Florida. Well, so I, I've luck. officially said that. Yes, exactly. And my that's last one was I escaped from Alcatraz. I swam from the Island to the, to the, to the mainland or whatever you want to call it. And recreate that's a you know it was a couple thousand of us that did that so oh that's right. cool yeah absolutely oh that's fun well okay so maybe back to our topic at hand here and i know you know here we are in the fall of 22 or 21 we've got farmers out harvesting crops they're working with their trusted advisors reviewing those decisions that they made and planning for the crop ahead they're having some tough conversations, right? Sure. Input prices are higher. Now commodity prices are also higher, but you've got farmers really looking at their margins, really looking at their bottom lines. What would you tell sales pros out there as they work with farmers in today's very dynamic environment? Absolutely. Um, and, and this is a message that I deliver um, frequently, and that is that they need you now more than ever before. So when times are really good, a producer once told me, Greg, you're out here trying to buy corn and trying to help us sell corn. We don't need help when it's $6 corn. And now, you know, I always thought, well, I should go back and say, hey, now the corn's 350, do you need help? And I think that's the same thing. When, when times are tough for the producer, for your customer, salespeople sometimes see that as, a, well, leave them alone or don't go out there, or it's, it's tough selling. What's really tough is their business is tough, so they're not happy which means that they need your advice or your trusted advisorship um, even more than they have in any previous time. I mean, it, it, when, when your, your break even is right there at your selling price, or maybe even a little bit of an inverse, they really need to know, okay, what can I cut out? What can I do? What are my other options? What are you seeing work? 
you know, we go farm to farm to farm all day long and we don't take uh, credit for the knowledge that we have and what we see working and not working. And so as you, not that you can be a gossip, but you can certainly say, Hey, I'm seeing people do different things with seed selection, with fertilizer applications, with right now data management. So, so the opportunities that are out there for, for a vendor, like a salesperson, like we are to help with data management is tremendous with precision ag. As you know, there's a big, uh, I don't know if, I don't want to call it a tug of war, but there's a big area around who sells and owns precision ag. Is it the equipment provider? Is it the agronomist? And being someone who can help bridge those gaps. Um, not only do you see a lot of mergers and acquisitions going on, but you see these strategic alliances where um, companies are maybe merging in, in joint ventures or connecting with their vendors or their other companies are coming together to say, hey, you know, we can't own all the data. The producer has to own it, but we provide one piece of it, but they don't want to look at seven different pieces of data. So how do you bridge that and what, what should we do? You know, that's what your customers are going through. And where do we spend our, where do we spend our precious resources, which is money and time? So I, I know one theme that you really touch on with the folks you work with would be the value in personal brand building. What would you share there? This is a huge opportunity for egg sales professionals. And that is the personal brand that you carry is extremely important. And, and most of the salespeople that I run into, they want to do it by word of mouth. In other words, I want to go out and I want to be a great agronomist. And I want to, I want everybody to just tell everybody. Well, in today's world, it's, it's different. Um, we have this very inexpensive way on the internet to be a personal brand and build our personal brand. And it's not that you have to be a tremendous techie type person. Most of the companies have someone and so posting and, and talking and being recorded and doing things like what we're doing right now, it's easy. And, you know, I would tell people and they're like, well, what would I talk about? I said, talk about the thing you know the most about. And that is the struggles that your customers have. And so I talk in mine, I do a weekly podcast and a weekly blog and you do them as well. And it's not like you have to talk about the Gettysburg Address and you don't know anything about it. It's not sixth grade. <laughs> and so again, it's, it's stuff that you talk about every day. So look around at what your customers' problems are. What do they struggle with the most when they're doing precision ag? How do they, what decisions are they struggling with? And just talk about them either through post blogs. And trust me, the hardest part is all the background work that the IT person has to do, the techie, you know, cut video and audio and make sure that the lighting is right. They do all that for you. All you really have to do is show up and talk or write a few sentences and, and, and it's, and they're all the marketing, the people that I talk with in the marketing departments at agribusiness, they're dying for the salespeople to do this. They're like, I just wish I could get them to do that. And, and the good part is not a lot of people are out there doing it. I mean, they're, you know, like, like uh, the, the people that have they're they're one in a crowd, you know, there are one in a million because nobody else is doing it. And, and even if somebody's doing it nationally, do it locally. So what does it look like in Western Illinois or Southern Illinois, or, Hey, we mix wheat and corn and beans here. So what does it look like here? What's going on? And that's what your customers will see you as represented as an expert. And it, and it helps your personal brand develop as to what you talk about. And when you're out there, you're not a stranger to your customers. You can email them. And, and my, my advice is find out where they are and go there. 
physically, uh, hard copy and digital. And so um, that would be my, my bigger, biggest advice. And one, one little area for uh, last week, I did a generational presentation, which I normally don't do a lot of those. I used to do them in the early years when I started, but uh, one of the ones I recognize is it's, it's a struggle to get networking uh, folks, younger folks out networking. So going to trade shows after hours, trust me, this is like, it's like prospects and customers all in one place and you get to make five sales calls in 20 minutes or an hour or whatever the case is. So please take advantage of those opportunities, uh, especially if you're younger. Some of the older crowd realize that's all we had prior to the internet, but um, it, it's they're just great places to see and meet and make multiple calls on prospects and customers and, and just find out what's going on in the industry and be a part of it. Do you have just even briefly a, a small case study you could share of an example of how a salesperson really embraced personal brand building and what was able to do for them? Um, trying to think, I, I, I just, you know, working with individuals that have given it a try. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even if you're older, um, here's the deal. I used to say my father-in-law, he's, nine, he's in his 90s now, so I can't say that. But when even when he was in his 80s, he was on Facebook and interacting with his grandkids and great grandkids. And I said, you know, it's, we're not, re, we're not writing software as a user. We're, we're clicking and point click and talk. And um, so the stuff that you're being asked to do as, as a you know, social media connection and publishing stuff, you're not doing a tremendous amount of techie stuff. You're, you're, you're clicking a button and saying run or uh, record or, yeah. you know, you're using a phone. So, I mean, that's, I've had multiple people that, that gave it a shot. Once they did, they realized, okay, this wasn't that bad. Yeah. Nothing, you know, the internet didn't suck me in and kill me or take my money or anything like that. Does it have to be video or what are your thoughts there? I think it's, this it, is important wherever your customers are. And so when I work with salespeople, I always ask them, where are your customers physically and then electronically? So a lot of, a lot of farmers are on Twitter mm-hmm. and Facebook. And so me selling to business people, they're not on Facebook to see me. They predominantly go to LinkedIn. So I'm on, I live on LinkedIn um, and email. I mean, a, a lot of email still. So I say, go find out. And if you don't know, ask, hey, where do you go? And you'd be surprised. Now, this is a real surprise that I think 40% of farmers are on YouTube. Um, I don't know what they're doing on there. If they're watching videos or they're learning how to change uh, uh you know, spark plugs in their car, if they have spark plugs, anymore. but you know, I go there to find out how to do stuff. So I, and I'm on YouTube frequently, um, yeah. uh, both as an, a consumer and as a, as a in business, but, uh, I think it needs to be whatever makes you feel comfortable. The biggest thing is be consistent, do it in small enough bites. Yeah. Don't, don't jump in with all the platforms, do one platform where your customer and be customers are, and be very good at that platform, you know, and then, okay, people are on Twitter. I'm good there. Then, okay, maybe Facebook and how do I connect with them? And so, and Craig, this might be my last question, but is there, do you have any particular advice for those early on in their career in sales? Sure. Uh, the best advice I can give them is to learn how to ask a lot of questions. You don't have to, don't be afraid that you're a rookie. They, they can tell by the fact that you look like you're 25, that you're a rookie and you haven't been around since the 1980s and all that. Don't be embarrassed about that. Don't make excuses for it. 
go in and, and let them talk about their favorite subject, which is themselves. Learn how to ask a lot of questions. Be in a room full of the smartest people in the world. Don't be intimidated by it. Just learn how to ask questions and they'll tell you everything they know. And then you'll know and, and go farm to farm and ask a lot of questions. You will gather a wealth of information. And that's, oh, that's, that's probably my best advice. That's a great message. A great positive note for us to end on. Greg, if folks want to connect with you, how can they find you? Sure. Um, gregmartinelli.net, uh, my website. And there's a couple hundred podcasts and blog articles out there that, that gives them a flavor for who I am and what I think about the selling techniques that I, I train on. So they can go out there, learn a lot. If they like that, then of course they can, my phone number is out there, my LinkedIn address. Uh, I, I do a lot of LinkedIn connections. I love to see people that have good stuff to share so I, I can get connected there. But probably the best is the website of gregmarnelli.net. Well, Greg, thank you so much for joining us today. Good luck to you in Panama City, and I hope hey, our thanks. paths cross again soon. You bet. Thank you very much. To, to all of our listeners, thank you for joining us on the Scoop podcast. If you'd like to find us on Twitter, you can follow along at Farmers Advisor. If you are listening to this podcast on our website, please go on your phone into your podcast app and search for The Scoop Farm Journal and you can follow along and subscribe there and have all of our new episodes automatically downloaded for your listening. Thank you all and I hope you have a great day.